Good morning. I've been, uh, that was good. There's a lot of you. I had a thought. I know that's surprising to most of you. But I had a thought this week, and I need you to help me with it, because we're walking into I Love My City, and I had a couple of questions. I was trying to work through this message, and I thought we might need to think about this. So here's some questions for you. Looking in Greenville, too, everybody. Um, Can you love without feeling? Now, you don't have to answer me. Okay, so I, I talked to myself all week about this. Uh, can you love without feeling? Can you love without caring? It's a little weird, isn't it? And so then I had to change a couple of things. I thought, well, what if we say, can I love, watch this, this will help you. Can I love without action? You see, that, so I think, because I'm not sure if we know, then, say, then you say, can I uh, like love without can I care without action? Can I love without action? I just don't think it works that way, but I don't think we know what to do with that when we say I love something. I don't think, I don't think we've figured out exactly what that looks like, and especially when it comes to uh, Christians in the, and reading the New Testament and going through all that, because I think we have a different thought, a different uh, way of loving of what the Bible tells us to how to love. I, I think we do go off feelings a lot when it comes to that. So I want to welcome everybody to I Love My City. That's what I'm calling it. I love my city in Greenville. Thank y'all for being a part of it. So we got to figure out this love thing because I'm not sure if we know exactly what we're saying when we do these kind of things. Because I think we, let's, let's go ahead and say this. We can't really love without action because love is a verb. I think we get that. But I don't know if we do that. That's something we have to think about, as we, especially if we're going to do what we're going to do over the next four weeks, especially if we're going to actually go out and reach our community and bring them in. That's going to be something a little different to say, I love you. Now, I got some stuff for you. I'll, let me give you the most famous verse in the world I see at football games. Y'all know what it is? John three sixteen. Here it is, for God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son that whoever believes in him would not perish. I'm going with old King James. Who believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. So let's let's go like this. Let's go, so God says, I love you. Does that feel good? That's what I'm saying. Does it feel good? Because I think we can say the words, I love you, and it feels good. But there has to be some kind of action with that. See, this is a different kind of love. And then in a minute, we'll tell you about how it's supposed to look. But God has this different love that I think that we have. And I don't think that we realize we're signed up for this. I do think a lot of the Christian life and a lot of the Christian thought is everything should be free and it should be easy. Is that not the two that, does that sound pretty good to you? Because that's usually what happens. We do know that salvation because of what the verse I just read to you has been given to you, and that is free. It is free. But loving people is not free. But I don't know if we know how to do it. And so I don't know what it's supposed to look like. So we're going to look at that. I have the, one of the best, my favorite verse is John 3, 17, and I'm going to read it to you. It's not on the screen. You just got to listen. Got to listen. Here's what it says. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved. So if I were to say those words to you, that God sent his son into the world not to condemn the world, but that the world through him might be saved, that gives me a little bit of a clue what I'm supposed to be doing. 
Because I don't think we've kind of put it all together. Because I think everything has been so, I think we're going the Christian life. Let me say again, we want, we want it free and we want it easy. And let me tell you something about where you live. This will help you. None of that's here. None of that works here. There's really, there's no free this and no free that. There's somebody that had, the reason you're in the room is that somebody had to do something to make this happen. There was some action that took place. This is what God was telling us about his son. He demonstrated his love to us, not through, not through writing it in the sky, but sending his only son. So that really worked. Let me show you what I, let, let me show you how to love, and then I want you to love like that. Now that's a little... Hang, time out, loving like God, we got to talk about that because <laughs> we want to reach our city. We want to do some things. And I'll tell you some stuff I got to do this week uh, as I walk through this. But being able to love like God is going to be a little different. We're the carriers of love. We demonstrate love. And the Bible says, watch this, that, that by your love, they will know you are my disciples. They will know this by what you do. Not what you feel. This is crazy, isn't it? Now, I'm going to have a feeling. I'll tell you some of that in a minute. But I'll have a, when I do something, when I demonstrate love, I do have a feeling. But I don't do it because of the feeling. But we do have it. So we have to realize, and then do I, do I care? Why do I care? Do I care because I'm supposed to care? Because <laughs> you know, I'm standing up here telling you, I'm supposed to care. Well, well I don't want to care. I know. People are rough. You rough. I don't want you to walk around thinking you're not rough. You think, you're, hey, I'm the only one that's got it together. You don't. Nobody has it together. Uh, That's what I'm saying. So God demonstrated his love toward people who were not all there. <laughs> that would be us. It's so good, isn't it? And then the people, and somebody like me gets to be a pastor. That's what's weird about this love thing that we forget sometimes. Because we want it free, we want it easy but we're the carriers of love. And love cannot be demonstrated or cannot be carried out and it cannot be fulfilled unless you put action with that. You can't say I love without something happening, but that's what we like to do. So we'll have that. We'll we'll get to that in just a minute. But I'm still trying to figure out, can I love love you without a feeling? Uh, Maybe. I don't know how this works. You see what I'm saying? Uh, but I know that I can't love you without some kind of action. I can't say to you, I love you when nothing happens. So I decided to give you all T-shirts today. You like that? I had nothing to do with that, actually. But I did, come, I did like the T-shirts. I've got, listen, in my closet right now, everything says marathon on it. After 27 years, i got every T-shirt you can imagine and every phase of life coming through. It's amazing. So let me give you, all right, let's say we love. Do you? Do you love in here? Do you love? Yes or no? Greenville, yes or no? All right, so you want, you love, but I, do you know what it looks like to do that? What's this? I love my golf clubs. You know, I, I, I love my golf club. Let me tell you how I know this. It's because I pay attention to them. You know what I'm talking about? I don't just walk out and go grab the clubs and go play golf. I have to pay attention to what's in here. And I'm going to show you some stuff in a minute. I'm going to show you. This is like, this is the mail pocketbook. You know what I'm talking about? Because 
you, the women have, they have a pocketbook, and you, listen, right now, if I mentioned, like, I need a hammer, I need this, I need that, y'all have it. Y'all could build a house out of that pocketbook. So I got there. So I love my golf clubs. Watch this. I love my golf clubs. I mean, I really do. And watch this. And, and I love my daughter. Do I love my daughter like I love my golf clubs? I don't want anybody to answer that. Do I love, I love my dog? I love my wife. I love, you know, I love. So, it's, so we, have this, we have this thought. How do you know I love my golf clubs? Because I take care of them and I pay attention to them. You see what I'm saying? I watch videos on how to hit a golf ball, which I can't do, but I do. And then I have so many things in here that says I love it. But do I pay enough attention to the, so when I say I love people, do I pay attention to that? See, I think this is where we got we to gotta roll back a little bit to say I love if, you know, do I love my church like I love my golf clubs? Do I love you like I love my golf clubs? This is getting a little, getting a little dicey up here. Because you'll say I love your... Some of you have beautiful, wonderful cars, classic cars, and, and you love your car. But is it the same as I love my wife? You know, you go, I love my car. Your car's never going to hug you. Not going to have, not going to make coffee for you. You know, it's going to cost you, but you don't mind it costing you. You know why you don't mind it costing? Because you love it. You just hope it has a flat tire. Please have a flat tire. Because I want to I hang out with you. Have a flat tire. I want to hang out with you. You see how you said this is the craziest? That's crazy. It is crazy, especially when it comes to people. Because that's our hard part is dealing with that. This hard part is saying I love people. And I can't say I love my wife, my daughter, my dog. I can't say them like this. That's a different kind of love. I think we need to figure out what kind of love we want to do. So I'm going to give you some pictures. Now, I want y'all to hear me, okay? I want you to remember where you are when I show you these pictures. Because I'm going to ask you, Greenville and here, I'm going to ask you to give me one word that comes to mind when you see this picture. Let me go ahead and say that again. Remember where you are. Has everybody got that? Now, I want you to talk to me. Can y'all talk to me? Uh, let's do that again. Y'all talk to me? Does everybody know that we're not cussing in here? Has everybody got that? Okay, I just want to make sure. Okay, I know some of you come in a rough weekend. You're like, I'm just, woo, you know. And now we've got to ask forgiveness for all those things. And that's why you're here. Lord, forgive me. And then you can go back and do it again. That's the way it works. All right, here we go. One word when it comes to mind. Here we go. I don't hear any words. Are you scared? You can't use the words you want to use. Give me a word. Chair. Chair? Yep. Do you not know where that is? That's a DMV. Give me a word. Wait. Do you not love being at the DMV because all you get to hang out with all those people? Okay, that didn't work out. You don't like that. You don't like that. Okay, next one. So if you work at DMV, we love you. Okay. How about this one? Pain is the word. Anxiety. You know what I call it? Free gas. <laughs> it's the only way I can get legally high is going to the dentist. Man, I shouldn't have said that. You know, there's things you just can't roll back. And so here we are. I'm rolling. I, I just can't roll back. So pain is that one? No love here? 
No love? Okay. How about this one? How about Walmart? You know what I love about Walmart? The same way you love it. You can just go, you just get out of bed and go. Nobody notices. I mean, y'all understand that, right? You just get out and go. Here I am, you know. I mean, my wife said, you're going to change clothes. I said, why? Why? You know, so I, don't, I just want to look normal when I go there. I don't want to look dressed up, you know, that kind of thing. So let me ask you this. So you have the DMV, not happy, but you still do it because you have to. And you got the dentist. Some of you still do it. Not happy. You have to go to Walmart. Now, some of you have pulled, y'all got this. This is cool because y'all don't actually have to go in anymore because you just put it in there online, go sit in your car, listen to your music. They bring it out to you. You can avoid people at every, at all costs this way. You see how, how let's do it again. Do we love people, yes or no? So why are we avoiding them? This is so good. Well, that's just Walmart. I'm just telling you they're there. God died for every one of them. It looks really strange to you. They, he died for every one of them. I'm just saying we, love, we say we love people. We say, let me ask you, what happened if I put a, a, a church picture up? What if I put a church slide up and I showed it to everybody out, outside these walls? What do you think they would say? Wow, it would not be good, would it? It may not be good. They, they think, here's what, and this is where I grew up too. Now, this is why I'm trying to help you guys. Uh, you know, I grew up hating everything. You could do nothing. Everybody, everybody was going to hell but us. That's what I grew up. So if you were like a Presbyterian or a Catholic or you just, you just out of luck. That's what happened. So I learned, you know, so I've learned that they think differently. Jesus did, said this, so let me give you something. I'm going to read the verse, and I'm going to explain it to you because I don't think you get it yet. Okay, here we go. Here's the verse. He said, a new commandment I give you, that you love one another, even as I have loved you, that you also love one another. By all this, men will know that you're my disciples if you have love for one another. He says, what's this? I'm going to give you a new commandment. Well, what was the old one? Because the old one didn't work. You want me to tell you what the old one was? Here's what the old one was. You need to love people like you love yourself. That didn't work out. Do you realize that did not work out? So he says, oh, no, 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 I don't want you to love like you love yourself anymore. I need you to love like I love because that's going to be a whole lot different than what you're used to. And so if I say to you, do we love people? Do we care about people? I'm not sure we've got complete focus on that and what that looks like. Even, even at Walmart and all the places we go, you have space you live in. You go to work, you go to school, you do all the grocery store. There's space there for you. It's uncommon love is what he's talking about. I want you to love people that are not like you. I want you to love people that don't love like you or don't look like you. I want you to love that. It's, uh, it's unconditional. It's uncommon. It, it's uh, Intentional. When was the last time you loved something intentionally? I love this this week. I'm going to love it tomorrow, too. I'm going to polish that baby up. You know, it, it's what I love about golf. You can look really good when you first start out. But don't, when you start swinging, everybody knows. It's like, you know. But I'm just telling you, there's some in, when it comes to this love thing, the same thing happened when we, we talked about Zacchaeus. A little man up in a tree, and Jesus comes along, and he's wanting to get in on what Jesus is doing. 
And he did everything. He, he went to him and nobody wanted him. It was intentional. It was uncommon. All those things. And listen, Jesus wanted him. He wanted something to happen for him. But it was intentional. There was action involved with that. It wasn't just something that's out of the blue. Here's what I want you to know. Love is activated when love is given. Love is activated when love is given. I'll just say this. None of the New Testament is going to actually work unless something is activated. That'd be on you. That'd be up to you. You have to do that. I go, I'm going to, right, go back to Walmart. You want to go to Walmart with me? I love Walmart. I have to make a note. This, listen, I'm a little ADD, whatever. I can't even know. If y'all noticed that a little bit, kind of going off. So I make a list when I go to Walmart and the Home Depot. Because when I walk in that room, I go, oh, I feel like Christmas. And I forget why I'm there. This is no, I have to make notes on my phone. And here's the rule for me. If, if there's more than three items, we got to write them down. Because I can't do more than three in my head. I have to do that. So I'm at Walmart, and this is what, this is, again, this is what's happening. So I'm pulling in, and you know there's a lot of people who are wanting money all the time now. There are people walking around, need money, need money. So, and here's, this is the danger of you loving people. <laughs> you say, well, I ain't going to have no danger. I don't know. Well, you, you're here to move people to Jesus Christ. That's what verse 17 tells us. So we're here to love people. And so here we are. I pull into the parking lot, and I see this lady walking around, walking around, and she comes over to me. Now, I know what you're thinking right now. You're thinking, get away from me. That's what you're thinking. I do the same thing. But the problem was, here's the problem, guys. I asked God to set me up. If you don't know what that means, you need to go back a couple of weeks and watch it, where I say to God, all right, you bring them to me. I'm paying attention. And I told you this would happen. I told you that it would, you wouldn't have to go looking for anybody. They'll come to you. So this lady comes to me. And I got to hurry here. She comes to me and she says, my car's broke down. And she points like into pickets. So I don't know where. I mean, you know what I'm saying. They're like, car broke down. I said, okay. Do you have any cash? And watch this. I said to her, I don't have any cash. But when I come out, I will. So where will you be? She said, I'll be in the parking lot. I said, okay. So I go in, and I get $20 out to somebody who's lying to me. Do y'all understand what's happening here? Is that, my, is that my decision, what she does with the money? I'm just doing what I was told to do. Is that correct? Because God set me up. This is what I want you to do. I want you to help this girl. So I go in and get the $20. I go back in the parking lot, start riding around. I can't find she just missed out on 20 bucks. You know why? She didn't believe me. She didn't believe that somebody was actually going to do that. You see, this is, this is where we are. If we're going to move this kingdom, we're going to move the world to Jesus Christ, and we're going to move our city there, we have to start thinking about what we're doing and what we're saying. What, have you ever said, I'll bring you some money back when I get out? You never did it. You didn't even intend to. There's the church picture. You see what I'm saying? There's that church bishop. She just didn't trust me. Not at all. So what would you have done with that? 
What would you have done with that? That would have been something that you had to think about. You'd have probably just sat in your car until she left. Is that right? Is that pretty good? We just probably could have done that. You can be honest with you. I didn't want to fool with her. I was in a hurry. If you're not in a hurry when you go to Walmart, you're not there to just hang out. You're there to get something. So she came to me, and I tried to help her, and she didn't believe anybody. She didn't believe it. See, I'm just wondering if that's how it's going to work for us. We've got we to gotta get there. I'm just wondering if, if we say we love our city and we love people, then when does that happen for you? Because without action, without something, love can't be passed on. So I'll give you, let me, let me, let me, let me go through my bag real quick. So I got, all right, so let me tell you what I do. For all you people who don't know about golf, I'm very serious. I, uh, I take stuff because I'm afraid something's going to break on the golf course. And I'll tell you why. So I got, uh, this is, the man pocketbook's happening right now. So I got scissors to cut tape with. Uh, uh, I, have, um, I have lead tape. Lead tape is to put on the club if it's not hitting it right. Some people say it's illegal. I say it just makes it fair. You see what I'm saying? Okay, so let me see what else I got here. Oh, this will be, uh, let me see. Let me turn it around so I can get to it. I think you'll like that. All right, then, we, then I have a vacuum cleaner. When I hear that noise, it says hit the ball. So you take a vacuum cleaner, you clean out the golf cart, or you clean your shoes with it. You can just clean your shoes, you know, like that. So that's in there. Let's see what else I got in here. Uh, I had one other thing. Let me check over here. I think I got, okay. Here we go. I got a hammer. In case you bend a club, you put it back. Uh, let me see, let me show you this. Now, let me show you what's really cool if I got them both. All right, this is glue. Listen very carefully. I never go to the golf course without it. Here's what I, I, I make clubs, I put them together, and I'm not really good at the gluing part. So you get about 100 swings. And after about the 100 swings, the head goes flying off in the fairway. My brother's done it like 15 times. And it's all my fault, of course. So I, I'm actually gluing. This takes about 20 minutes. I glue the thing back together so we can keep playing. Most important thing in the bag is a mirror. You have to make sure your tan lines are working. Do I look good in my hat, right? But you don't want a crooked hat and glasses all over. I don't, that's not professional. So I got a hold of this, I got this mirror thing. And then I call it the man in the mirror. I call it man in the mirror. Because what happened was the Bible actually uses this, not with a golf bag, but he actually uses this to tell us what's going on. So he says something very important. He said, I don't want you just to be doers of the word. And not, I, I want you to be, and listeners only deceiving yourselves. So don't be doers of the word and not listeners, on, and not listeners only. You have to decide how you're going to do this. Because he's saying that you're deceiving yourself. Let me tell you how you're deceiving yourself. And you'll see this. I want everybody to look at your face. Look at your face right now. You can't do it without a mirror. Right now, I'm all right. I feel the sun, you know. But I'm saying, the Bible's talking about this. He says, you're, you're going to have to pay attention. So you're deceiving yourselves if you think you're actually loving people 
and caring like I told you to. This is a command that you love people. That's the command. That isn't something, that's not an optional thing. Not optional. He says, so if a person uh, just listens and does not obey, in other words, you're hearing what I'm saying, you're not going to do any of this. Do you know what I mean? He said, uh, he's like a man uh, looking at his face in a mirror, and as soon as he walks away, he cannot, can't see himself anymore, remember what he looks like. He said, that's what you do with the gospel. He said, that's what you do with the gospel. You, you hear it, and you think you're one thing, you're actually doing another. He said, you have to look intently into the mirror to figure out who you really are. The question would be, who are we when it comes to this thing? When it comes to Jesus Christ, when it comes to the kingdom, when it comes to saving the city, when this, see, there's people in your space that you're going to move to Jesus Christ, but you're going to have to pay attention to, and you're going to have to love with some action. I almost, you know what, I, I almost, I could have done this. You know that girl that came at me at Walmart? You know what I should have done? I done the Christian thing. Let me pray for you. She'd be like, oh, yeah, that's beautiful. I still have no gas. You see how that works? Well, just let me pray for you. But if anyone keeps looking steadily into God's law for free men, here's what he said, he will not only remember, but he will do what he says. And God will greatly bless him in everything he does. He says, if you, when you look in the mirror and you, what are you? Is what he's saying. You say, I love God. I love people. Do you really? He says, you got to really look in the, look intent into this. Do you, does, does your life actually say, I love people and I want people to know Jesus Christ. That is the only reason you're here. For my city, I'm going to connect. I'm going to get with the one another. I'm going to get with the one another's. It's going to happen. For my city, I serve. When's the last time you actually served? Now, let's don't do the have-tos. This is, the, I will have to clean up after the kids. I have to put the dishwasher. I have to do this. I'm not talking about the have-tos. I'm talking about something you did that you didn't have to do. See, I got to do something this week. Really cool. I got to remember to put all that back in. I, got, I did something really cool this week. I got to go to the Ronald McDonald House. I went with Pastor Greenville, Pastor Edgy in Greenville, and we cooked cookies for the kids. So we spent a whole hour over there cooking cookies for the kids. What was the most interesting part is trying to let Pastor Reggie try to figure out how to turn on the oven. That was the most fun. That was the most fun. He's not going to like that, but I, I was there. But I got to do something. See, here, here's what I'm saying. If we really are serious about reaching people and moving people to Jesus Christ, we're going to have to think about our actions and what we're doing. We, you know, we just can't go through. Look, let's just can't, we can't skip a week, can we? We just, we just won't be a Christian this week. There's a lot going on. <laughs> it is, there's a lot going on. I just don't want to do this. I know I said the same thing when that girl walked up to me at Walmart. I'm like, I can't go nowhere. Well, it's my fault I asked God to do it. I'm telling you, there's nothing like moving the kingdom, loving people, and putting action behind it. You got to figure out what that looks like where you are and how that works. I really didn't enjoy the cookie thing, and I didn't eat any. We had a, mo we had a moment, but we got through that moment. 
For my city, I give. This is part of who I am. This is what you have to be. At some point, everything can't be just for you. You have to remember that. At some point, it's got to be for somebody else. We're going to talk about all these four as we get into this. For my city, I share. I share the love of Christ. I share T-shirts with you. What do you share? So imagine if we got intentional and we decided we were going to actually love people. What does that look like? This is, listen, I'm not telling you anything that's easy. Because I think people want easy. They want free this and easy that. There's no free easy here. And the people around you are having issues. And, then, and the, we know the answer to that is Jesus Christ. We know that. God's will on earth, listen very carefully, on earth only can be activated by the actions of the believer in Jesus Christ. God's word is activated when you do it. That's why I keep saying, yeah, I don't need you to hear it. I need you to do it. So don't forget what you're hearing here. Don't forget, you just don't walk away from the mirror. Pay attention to what you're doing. Look in there intently and see, is this really who I am? Am I really going to tell that lady that I am, I'm going to go get some cash and come back, or I'm just telling her to go away? You see, this is what I'm saying. At some point, we have to activate this love thing that Jesus Christ has given us. And I'm going to tell you, there's some things in your life that the next few weeks that will happen for you if you'll pay attention and not just listen, but actually do just do one thing. Love somebody. Do something for somebody. See what happens to your life. Nothing on earth moves without, without you moving. That's what you have to know. Nothing on earth moves without you moving. If the kingdom of God is, is moving through and moving on, then you're sharing it, you're serving it, you're paying for it. So there's so many people who never get into the, these things, but they, you don't have no idea how much of a blessing you're missing. If, you just, if salvation is just for you, what kind of fun is that? Because I got Jesus, and I'm good, but that's not why you're here. So that what fun is that? If we're going to reach our city, then we're going to have to make a move. Our first move, last two weeks ago, I think it was, we actually prayed last weekend. Our first move was identifying people. You see what I'm saying? I had this one guy I've been working with. I thought he was going to come today, but no, he's partying too much. So uh, I'm just being honest with you. He was saying, I have to give up. I can't, I'm going to be up all night. Saturday, I'm not coming to church. I know that. I know that. I know that God would change your world and change your life, and you would not be miserable anymore. I know all that, but you just go party. I know that, but I've identified them. And that's what we did. If we're going to make, if we're going to reach our city, we got to make a move. And what, what would be your move? What would be your move? That's what I'm saying. This, this, this Jesus Christ, if you, if you go through the New Testament and you just walk through there and you, find, you look at what he did, and then he tells us to do the same thing and love like he loved, it, we're so far off. We're just off. We're just off. I don't want to be off. I know I'm a little bit, but you know what I mean. I have started seeing people again. Because you can get caught up in the church thing. You don't want to talk about it. You can get caught up in this. And then just miss the whole thing. So I want y'all to stand with me, if you would. Because I want to do something.
Greville, if you would. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going I'm gonna, to, I don't know who's in the room in Greenville or even here who would like to accept Jesus Christ into your life. You, be, you might have been waiting this whole day for this moment. For this moment. I've had people tell me that. He said, I couldn't wait you to get to the invitation. I couldn't wait you to get to I could accept Jesus Christ. I've been waiting through that whole thing. So this is your, your moment. This is your space. So everybody bow your head. Greenville, bow your head. If you want to accept Jesus Christ, both locations online, listen very carefully. Pray this prayer with me. Jesus, I ask that you come into my life and change me. Make me a new person. I want to follow you. I ask that you forgive me of my sin. Forgive me for not following you sooner. I believe you died for me. I believe you rose from the dead for me. Thank you for hearing my prayer and changing my life forever. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. Standing. Now, here's what we're going to do. We're going this reckless love is something we've been talking about. I want you to hear this. Craig and Roy and myself will be down front after this song. If you accepted Christ, we will be here. If you want to know more about what to do next, we will be here. Sing this with us. <laughs>